I'm Kayla. Please like and subscribe. Welcome back to another Crypto Bros. And a Holly Girl. Podcast number 54. 54. Right. We got it right. 54, we're, we're the first one Vegas. of year two. Our second yeah. one of year two. Whatever it is. <laughs> and the first time that just Caleb and I are sitting at the table, so I got to run the controls. Boo. Got Yeah. So it's probably going to be all jacked up, but. Full confidence. You're Whatever. recording, right? Uh, yeah, it's recording. <laughs> sure. It better okay. be, because I'm telling you what, we get to the end of this and there's no recording, I'm just shutting it off. I'm going home. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> None of us are in the mood today whatsoever. I just got to remember what the buttons do. So, But you can see that uh, Greg is still on vacation. We left him in Vegas. Yeah. Because they wouldn't let him fly ass. home. He didn't get through TSA. So uh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully everything's good. Subscribers, so. Yeah, because he well, failed with his dare. Yeah, so he's still in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> I got. I just need three. Yeah, Can't even get one. No, that, uh, that was fun, but it was amazing to me how there was a certain point on Saturday where the people in Vegas didn't want to talk to us anymore. They just, like, would run away. But there was points in the day where we had, like, really long conversations with people so I, it was just odd, but it was our, fun. Our shirts helped, I think. Yeah, the crazy shirts I think did bring the people to like talk to us. be more open yeah. towards us. I don't know. Yeah. Next time yeah. we need more crazy shirts. But uh, agree. So yeah. real quick before we get started, what was your guys' favorite thing in Vegas? Hmm. Caleb, you. Yeah. You've never been there before. Did you have a favorite thing? I just like looking at the different buildings and casinos, walking around the, enjoying the sights. Okay. Outside what about going outside? Inside. I don't like outside. Why not? Why not outside? Too many people want to fight them. Yeah, there was a lot of people out there trying to scam us. Yeah. But how many how many CDs did you buy, Greg? White chocolate. White chocolate, buddy. Yeah, white chocolate is a black Willie Nelson. I heard yeah. that over and over and over again. So, yeah. what about you, Holly? What was your favorite thing in Vegas? Oh, go ahead. I think for me, honestly, because I've been to Vegas like a million times, was when we all got to sit and just talk. Yeah. You know, it, whether it was in a restaurant or just in a bar, like we just got to have conversation. I think that was my, the that's always my best part, so. That was nice. Yeah, and it was really cool, you know, for those people that don't know, we invited every one of our guests on our podcast the past year to come out there with us. And for a lot of different reasons. I mean, schedule conflicts, um, I'm sure just budget concerns, things like that. There weren't a lot that were able to make it out there, but the three, four people that did come out it was really nice just to get to sit down and chat with them and get to know yeah. them at a little bit different level and to find out how short Gotti really is I thought that was kind of funny yes. he got he got a lot of hell on Twitter because Caleb makes everyone look small but he really yeah. made Gotti look small yeah. 
the funniest part to me was he posted on Twitter that picture of you guys, of you, Kay, uh, Josh, Caleb, and him. Yeah. And people were making fun of how short he was, right? And somebody hit, people were like, wait, are you and Holly the same size? <laughs> so then he takes it upon himself, you guys, and posts a picture of me and him and says, for those of asking if me and Holly are the same size, the answer is no. And you know, cause I'm still shorter than him. I was like, he really had to throw me under the bus. On <laughs> like, why couldn't he just be my size? Well, it would have been perfect. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you would have had your red heeled shoes on though, you might've caught him in height. I think uh, so too. Yeah. yeah. But no, that was a lot of fun, you know, and, and I think going down to Fremont Street and hanging out and listening to live bands and, um, you know, dinner before that, just getting to hang out with everybody. I'm with you, Holly. That was, I think that was probably my favorite thing is it, it's always fun to just see the sights and sounds, but it's always for me more enjoyable to get to know people kind of on a different level and see what they're really like. And I, I was not disappointed in the slightest. I, you know, those guys were top notch. Um, we were trying to treat them and having a hard time doing so because they were trying right. to be so gracious yeah. and it but it was good and and it, it was fun i honestly think it may have been more fun in a less chaotic place than vegas like just being yeah. able to get together where yeah. there wasn't so much background noise but it was yeah. a lot of time it was a lot of fun though and and uh i will tell you a quick funny story when we were leaving to come home so we get to the airport and like one of the first things you see is like the board that says departures and arrivals and our flight was delayed. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. But it was delayed like eight minutes. Yeah, it, so it wasn't a big deal at all. <laughs> but when I first saw it, I was like, wait, what time were we supposed to fly out? It was eight minutes delayed. So it wasn't a big deal, but no, it was a great time. And I don't know about you guys though, Holly, probably not you cause you're on that same time zone. My mm -hmm. sleep schedule has been jacked. Mm -hmm. Today was the first time, I probably should admit this, really? is the first time I got up before like 9.30 in the morning. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and I'm dragging. Wow. <laughs> but I've also not been able to go to sleep till like 2 o'clock in the morning. It's just huh. completely jacked me up this time for some reason. So for sure, the nighttime sleep schedule got me. So when, you know, we had gotten home the night of, I had such a hard time going to sleep because it was, you know, 10 o'clock. Yeah. Whereas we were staying up past that every single day. And so I was like, it's not time. But I was like, I have to force myself because I have to get up at five in the morning for work. Yeah. So it was, yeah, I, I really wish I would have took Monday off. I usually always do. Um, just to kind of recoup and I didn't do it and I definitely felt it. Yes. What time did you guys get home Sunday night? Um, It was about 7.30. Oh yeah. So it wasn't too bad. No, yeah. you got home about an hour before we landed then. Well, no, cause time change. No, we like, I literally, it was literally, I was almost home when I got your text that you landed. Yeah, so we landed before you got home. It would have been around 6.30ish your time. Six, yeah. 6.45ish, mm -hmm. yeah. okay. Yeah, but it was 8.45-ish our time, and then by the time I actually got home, it was almost 11 o'clock. Yeah. So oh, yeah, I'm sure, because you had that drive. We had, we had to wait for the uh, tram, too, that uh, people kept butting in line. and Cutting them, yeah. But yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Because <laughs> I, I might have been a little bit angry about it, but it's all good. 
<laughs> All right, let's talk about crypto, and then we'll get into some of the other stuff that we like that we enjoy doing and having fun. So, let's start with the LP funds being returned. So, we all know that there was an exploit, and SafeMoon was taken for eight point nine million, I believe it was, and then they it got front run, and that person agreed to return eighty percent of it. I think that the terms of it were they got to keep 20% and that there would be they wouldn't be prosecuted or any of that sort of stuff. So thumbs up, thumbs down. We good with that? So can I have like a thumbs like this? Yeah. Okay, you sure can. <laughs> so for me personally, and I, I think I tweeted this out and got mixed reviews from yeah, people. a little bit of hate. Like some people were pissed, some people were all for it. It was That oh was God. the tweet, Holly. Off camera what we were talking yeah. about. That was the tweet I saw it in. The thing is, is the whole thing sucks, right? You wish that nothing ever happened, that it never got stolen. I am thankful for all of us investors in SafeMoon that we at least got 80% back because truth be told, it could have been way worse. Oh, yeah. We would have, I mean, we could have got nothing back then what happened. So part of me is very excited about that. The other part is like, well, damn, the person who front ran the bot or the, skin, the hacker or whatever they want to call it, I don't really care at this point, whoever received the money to, to get 20% of $8.9 million is that to me is a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Um, that mm -hmm. I would take me it. personally don't feel that you are entitled to. If it was truly an accident that you didn't mean to do it, why wouldn't you give all the money back? Yeah. Or, you know, pay the fees or, you know, a finder's fee of 10, 50 grand even. Fine. But 20%, I think it was what, $1.7 million that like person that. got for yeah. an accident? Yeah, 1.7, like, 1.8, something like that, yeah. And, and so like, I just have mixed feelings about it. Thank you for giving some of it back, but shame on you for being greedy. Yeah. When it was an accident, it was a supposed yeah. accident. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. And so I can see why there are some people who are very like, this is BS, who may think like different things went on. There's other people who are like praising the 80% because, you know, most people who get hacked or exploited don't get any money back. So that's why I mean, like, I'm very much in the middle because just, you know, just because we got some of it back doesn't mean I'm like, oh, thank goodness. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I just, and when you voice your opinion, if it doesn't match whoever it is that sees that, they're either going to attack you or, you know, and that's, I saw a bunch of it. I saw it from people within the Safe Moon Army that is very disappointing, like to me. Um, I, this definitely, I think, has divided the community. Um, Even more than it already was even more than it already was because you have you know the leaders of the community pretty much trying to silence the people who have questions and acting as if the people who have questions are just strictly futters yeah um, so let's talk about that fair. 
Let's talk about that, Holly. So here's where my issues lie. I'm with you 100%. 80% is better than nothing, right? I mean, that's just, if Caleb stole $100 from me and I only got 80 of it back, that's better than losing a whole 100, all right? Mm -hmm. But first things first, why did this happen in the first place? Right. So who is going to be held accountable for changing the functions that allowed this to happen, okay? Don't know, not gonna get on a soapbox about it, but it should have never happened in the first place, okay? To bring that up is not fudding against the project. That's just common sense, right? I mean, if you did that with your own checkbook, then you would look like an idiot. And and my friends would call me an idiot for, you know, putting my account number and leaving it at the gas station, hoping nobody would take money. But here's the other thing I have about it too that I don't understand. That money was taken from the B&B pairing, correct? Okay, where's that money? Where's that money going back to? All of them. All of them. Mm -hmm. They're using it to balance it throughout all the chains, which I don't understand. And and I'm not saying that they're doing anything wrong with it, okay? And if people think that I'm turning into a fudder, whatever you want to label me, but if it came from the B&B pairing, we lost basically $9 million out of the B&B pairing. Now we're taking the seven point whatever we got and we're distributing it through all of the chains. I don't understand how that makes any sense, especially when I I would say that the majority, and I don't have a percent, that's why I, I, I word it the way I word it, of holders hold on the BSE chain. Right, because the other ones haven't been active for very long. And as far as I know, their bridge to those other chains is not even open. So I don't understand the thought process behind that and would like a little bit more clarification. It may yeah. be something very legit, very you know, common sense that I'm not thinking about, but it's just weird yeah. to me that that comes from one chain and then when you get 80% of it back, you're you're divvying it up. So here's a question. I think that makes sense to me. Yeah, it, it makes sense to me too. But my question is they were, before you know the exploit happened, the money was taken, whatever, they were still coming out with this, right? So where were they going to get the money from to begin with? Was it always going to be from B&B? Um, for the other? Possibly, I have seen this on other um, projects, on other chains, where they have started to take some things and even it out on other um, uh, other chains to to make the liquidity pairings even. Yeah. But that was always the plan. That was always something that they talked about. That was always something that they left out or that they were upfront about. I had not heard anything about that. Now. I'm also will tell you that with the way communication is ran by most projects that if you aren't glued to Twitter 24 seven, you aren't gonna hear 100% of what's going on. So there is a chance that maybe this has been talked about and I don't know, but it doesn't make a ton of sense to me. And I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying that why wouldn't you put it back in there and then if your plan all along was to divvy it up to make the chains equal, yeah. say so, and then do it. I don't know. 
the only pro only problem I have with it all is every time that something like this goes down, it gives more and more people doubt and yeah. Yeah. futters, whatever. I don't know. But just the simple crypto investor, that's another seed of doubt. And I and for me, I just don't understand it. Maybe somebody can comment on this or DM us and let us know so that we can be correct next week. <clears throat> but I'm just curious what your guys' thoughts was about it because I I think everyone, you see it on Twitter, right? But you see it in Discord, you see it everywhere. Yeah. People are getting tired. People are getting worn out. People are getting beat down. Mm -hmm. um, some of the new things like on Coin Market Cap are showing me how much I'm being beat down. <laughs> but it yeah. says what my best investments are and what my worst investments are. Yeah. And it's just like this has been a long process, right? And yeah. just be above board with everything. That's all I'm asking for. Tell us why you're doing different things. Um, I don't need to know the ins and outs. You can even tell me after the fact. I don't care. But every time we leave that piece out, it gives people more ammo to, to make everyone else's day even worse than it already was. <laughs> so That's the truth. That is, That really is the truth. It's been... I know for me personally, just seeing how people are being treated, um, it's disgusting. And to be completely honest, I don't want a part in it anymore. And so for me, I I choose not to use the hashtag Safe Moon Army anymore because I've seen the way they've been treating other people and you automatically get clumped in that. And I know I would never say half the things that these people are saying to other people. I would never in my life go after somebody's job um, because of something that was, you know, they disagreed with on Twitter. I just can't even believe what I've been seeing. Well, over, let's be clear. Over the it's last week, not it's sickening. It's not necessarily seeing something they don't agree with. It's reading into something that they saw. That wasn't said. Making right. your own assumptions. Yeah. Things. Yes, it's I, disgusting. I even took it to it. people. Any yeah, and I even took it to people that have nothing to do with any of this stuff, and said, "Hey, I want. I'm going to read you something, and you tell me what it means." And they had no, they didn't read between the lines on that. People are searching for different things, and then calling for people's jobs, and then making fun of people. I never thought I would say this, but the whole the whole army or whatever you want to label it is becoming very toxic. I mean, it's sad. It's bad. And I've always been one to send it, you guys. And oh, that's absolutely. what, and it like, literally crushes me inside that I am even saying this. It, I don't like to say this, but I cannot. This past week has really shown me who people are and I just don't want a part of it anymore. Yeah. It's disgusting disgusting the way people are treating others i agree over with you 100%. A, over an investment that is even worse like that says more about the person that you are willing to stoop to these levels over an investment than it does say like what are you in real life mm -hmm. right well how do you treat others in real life if this is how you're able to treat them on Twitter over an investment. Yeah, this week I've had to bite my tongue more so than probably any other week in Twitter just because 
one, we just got back from Vegas and I was pretty tired. So I was sitting in front yeah. of my computer a lot more than I normally do. But two, just everything I kept reading, I was just like, what are, what are we doing here? Yeah. I mean, we all need to be better. I mean, we shouldn't treat people like that. And it's, it's, I don't want this whole thing to turn into a negative deal, but it's just, I'll be honest with you, it's got me worn down this week. And I don't normally get that way, but it's just some of these people that people would like to talk bad about, we've actually had on the podcast. Um, and what a lot of people don't know is the hour long that you get to see is not the entire time that we talk to them. And we've right. talked to some of these people for hours upon hours. And I would be the first to say that I would be the first one to tell you if they were fake people. But you can't yeah. fake it for as long as we've talked to some of these people. And I just hate seeing people get torn down like that. I think it's insane. But but, but when it's people that are within your community that you see it, it makes it that much worse. Yeah. Well, you know, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago where, you know, as we got closer and closer to that year anniversary, that there was more and more FUD being directed our way. And it's kind of sad because we don't really know who some of these people on Twitter are, right? We just yeah. don't. And we see what they want us to see. And it's the same thing with me. Like, right, you only on Twitter get to see what I hit send on, right? Yeah. But sometimes you still feel like you know someone. And then things like this start happening and you're like, huh, man, you know. I mean, I'll, I'll name a name. I think Hennessy nailed it when he put a tweet out. And I'm going to paraphrase the whole thing. But he's like, when did we get to the point where we can't have a conversation anymore? Mm-hmm. Like, right. We're just basically somebody brings up a thought and we're just going to burn them at the stake. And like I said, I'm paraphrasing this, but I agree with that 100%. This whole thing started as having one another's back based on an investment. And then because you don't quite agree with the punctuation or something in a sentence, that now you hate the person and you're going to trash them and call for their job. It's just uncalled for. So, You know, and one thing that I feel like people need to keep in mind as well is not only pay attention to the people who are using their voice, but pay attention to the people who are liking those type of things. So, you know, if somebody goes out and says, oh, how Holly's a scammer, she's fake, she's blah, 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 blah. That's one thing to say it, but look at who's liking that post. Those people aren't your friends either, people, period. Well, you know who else isn't your friend, Holly? Is the people that don't say anything in your defense. Oh, then I have no friends. <laughs> well, you do, but I've also been instructed by by you Me. to not say anything. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I don't. Well, I don't mean it like I, I do notice that as well, and that's why I've always, you know, I've come to terms, and I'm okay with I yeah. have my people, and I'm going to hold them very tight because that those are the people that matter to me. Nobody else. Yeah. If you. If you agree with what people say and you don't even know me, I mean, that's okay, that's on you, mm-hmm. but don't don't be fake to me. I don't do fake and I I don't, you know, I don't want it from other people either. So if you don't like me, I'm cool. I am a-okay, just quit following me. There's yeah. a reason that I block and unblock people. Yeah. I don't I don't want to follow you and I don't think that you should want to follow me either. Yeah. Like my followers I appreciate the ones, you know, that that come on and we, you know, hang out and we go back and forth and banter with each other. Those are my, you know, favorites. 
but I would, like I said, I would be okay with just those people following me and minus, you know, the thousands of others that deal with, if you don't like it, move on, go away. I'm okay. You know, it's just a number. Yeah. That number doesn't mean anything. I probably say that like 90% are probably bots, you know, or. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and here's the other thing too, though, in, in, in those people's defense, because I didn't mean it the way I think it came out. A lot of times people don't say things and stick up for their friends because they have some of those people blocked. So they don't actually see all the comments yeah. that come out. So it's not necessarily a calling out people sitting on the sidelines. I didn't really mean it that way, but um, yeah. it, it's easier to know that whenever you are talking in person and like your friend, you're getting bashed and like Caleb doesn't stand up and go, hey, leave that dude alone. You know what I mean? Right. But in that instance, there's a lot of times that I know there's comments out there that I don't see. So, well, obviously there's one out there that I didn't even see of myself. I mean, yeah, I'm sure I really wanted to it. talk about it, but I don't want to give the person um, any more credit than they deserve, and and I can't find it. So I'd also want to speak correctly, but uh, it was it was cleverly done. It just was rude. So. All right, let's go on to uh, the next topic of crypto, which I'm trying to make sure I'm pushing all the right buttons here. So, <laughs> the staking migration of Mir Protocol. So, that actually went through. Wow, oh, my days are all jacked up. Sometime this week, Monday, Tuesday, something like that? Tuesday, I think. Tuesday? Okay. Yeah. And. Um, from everybody that I've talked to, it seemed to have gone through pretty smoothly. Simple. Yeah. Super simple. Which mm-hmm. I even saw a meme of like an old lady with a bun, you know, like a grandma type person typing away on her computer like this. And it said something about so simple, granny can do it. Mm-hmm. And everyone That's seemed to agree. There. Yeah. But <laughs> That's we, a good marketing <laughs> strategy. It's we, true. We've yeah. talked yeah. about that before, right? Also that our grandparents need to be able to do this with if we want mass adoption. Yeah. yeah. And from what I see, it went through pretty smoothly, and I don't think that anybody had any problems with it. So kudos to those guys. Um, I know um, that they're still working, they're still building, they still got a roadmap they're following. Um, mm-hmm. Mirror Protocol will be something that we'll, I'll be keeping an eye on the rest of this year for sure to see. Because yeah. I know that they wanted to come out with their other tokens, their other pairings. But I also think they knew how important it was to get things right on the front end before they yep. move forward. Yeah. Because I, I don't know this for sure. Um, yes, we did get to hang out with Gotti um, this last weekend, but I didn't, I tried not to talk crypto with him because it's not what it was about. Um, but I do feel like that their whole goal all along was all those pairings would have already been launched by now. Like it they was. Were, yeah, it was talking about doing like one every two weeks, something like that. I don't remember back when it came about, mm-hmm. but I think they made the right call. And um, I yeah. do think there's some things going on behind the scenes there with roadmaps, like I said, and, and just their goals that I'm excited to see what they're going to do. You know, it's um, I like the people behind the team. Um, got to hang out with the majority of them over the weekend. Um, yeah. All good guys, all good people. Had a great time with them. Blair's um, Crocs on. Yeah. And I'll tell Blair's you something about Blair's Crocs. Those things have seen a mile or two. Yeah, <laughs> like he didn't just buy those things. Miles, they were 
There was but, no traction on the bottom. They were worn smooth. They're red on top and black on the bottom. Yeah, red on top, black on the bottom. <laughs> charms that yeah. he has on there. I, I can't with those crocs. I just cannot. Yeah, but I, that's Blair being true to himself, though, right? Because he yeah. talks about it. You can tell he wears them. Oh, yeah. That ain't, that's not just something he's screwing around with because <laughs> those things were worn slick. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Did, did you guys notice, like, so when we went out that the like night i don't i don't know it, he changed his shoes and he was so sad yeah. it was so sad god he made me change my shoes it was friday oh, night he changed his shoes fremont street, fremont street. the funniest thing because yeah. he was like hurt inside that god he would <laughs> let him beat. wear crocs yeah. i'm surprised yeah, he brought us something besides crocs True. yeah so but yeah it's uh, it was a good time but really this yeah. week that's what i wanted to touch on um but before we go any further, uh, thank you for everybody for watching. Thank you for the people that are continually supporting this channel. Um, we wouldn't have made it to a year without you. Um, I know a lot of people didn't get to see, for whatever reason, didn't watch last week's video. Um, but if you want the full thank yous from our crew, go back to that, take a look at it, because um, it does mean a lot. Um, we, we know who continually supports us and we're hoping that other people will come back around and check it out. Um, yep. But with that being said, Ollie, it's time for your first holativity. I got to find the right button. Your first holativity <laughs> of uh, the new season. Hold on, I'm still not finding the right button. Oh, yeah. I found the uh, oh. confetti. Where is that? Hey. This one? Nope. Oh. Oh. No. Not that one. Oh, that one. There we go. I found it. You're up, Holly. All right. So today's Holativity is actually brought to you by one of my favorite people. I've already highlighted him in, you know, year one. So I feel like he should kick off our year two because he is amazing. And it's Rob Schramm. I am. So he did tell me because I used to call him Rob Scram. The C is silent. So it's Schramm. Rob Graham, okay. I am. Okay. Yes. So the tweet that he put out the other day is a shout out to everyone who is trying right now, trying to do the right thing, trying to stay open, trying to keep going, trying to hold on, trying to let go, trying to find their flow, trying to stay afloat, trying to meet each new day, trying to find their balance, trying to, f to love themselves, trying new things and new ways. I see you. I'm there too. We're in this together. Loved that one. And it was it just was, yeah. When I reached out to him, I was like, hey, me again. <laughs> <laughs> and I asked him, I I just when I saw that one, I knew immediately because everybody is trying something, trying, you know, whatever it is. And I feel like it kind of hits every single point. Um of what we're trying to achieve in life so yeah that's awesome well you are with that support system yeah and, and everybody needs a support system right and no matter how big or how small it is people need cheerleaders they need people to help them mm -hmm. get them through um sticky situations this and that so yeah good job rob and i we yep. follow him too and i see his stuff come up a lot and um yep. a couple times i've actually saved his tweet just to read later you know so yep, yep i'm 
looking at this button trying to make sure I hit the right one. Okay, got it. Back For me, to normal. Um, one of my favorite things is, you know, I post my morning messages and my favorite ones um, that people, you know, re either reply or send me a DM or quote retweet it. And they say, you know, this really hit home today. Those are the people that I'm trying to reach. And I feel like Rob, he he sends out, you know, every like hour he sends out a new one. And I really try to interact with his tweet, whether it's just liking or putting a comment, just telling him thank you. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of them, it's it just so happens that I'm scrolling through Twitter and I'll read his tweet and be like, holy crap, I needed that. I needed this. I needed to be reminded of this. And I just appreciate his his tweets and, you know, retweets and stuff. I really do. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. And it's always nice, too, whenever you put something out and you see it's got, say, I don't know, 10,000 views, right? Yeah. But then it has 14 likes. Yeah. So to me, then it's like, okay, well, people didn't really enjoy that, which may not be the case. Yeah. But if you do see something out there you like, you should interact with it a little mm. bit that's it that's encouragement a simple click of encouragement to whoever is putting whatever they're putting out there as opposed so no good stuff a lot has to do with the person tweeting it like you may you may agree with it but you know they don't want to give give that person any more exposure so yeah. let's just keep rolling like that's <laughs> unfortunately that's really what it is with me I interact with anybody and anything I like. I don't care if I don't follow you. I don't care if we don't like each other. If I like what you have to say, you're gonna know. <laughs> yeah, there was a couple to this morning um, that I interacted with that I don't normally interact with. And I thought, you know what? I'm taking the muzzle off. I'm just going to talk and, to whoever what? I want to and not worry yes. about what anybody thinks. So. Exactly. I think at one point I got in a fight with somebody. Like somebody was like arguing with me back and forth. And I, you know, I, I kind of entertain them because it's kind of fun for me sometimes. Um, but the next day they had put something out and I was like, oh, I, this is amazing. And I, I liked it. And I actually in the comment, I said, I know that we don't really get along, but thank you for saying this. Like, this is perfect. <laughs> That's good. And then they, you know, they came out, you know what, Holly, you're all right. And followed me and we've been friends since. <laughs> I tell you what, it, it, there's an, I'll never forget this. So get in a little bit family history here. My grandmother lived in a very, very small town. Okay, and I, and I say very, not as small as what I live in, but it's like 1,500 people in this town. And mm -hmm. her sister lived in the same town, okay? My dad did not know that was his aunt until he got into like freshman year of high school when he ran into somebody and they realized they were cousins. And he went home and said, mom, wow. how come we never see this person? And she said, oh, well, we got, we had a falling out like 20 some years ago. And we just don't talk. And he said, well, wow. what about, he said, what were you guys fighting about? And she's like, I don't remember. Yeah. And that's her own sister. And it's kind of like, I think sometimes people even on Twitter are the same way. It's like, I don't like that person, but I don't remember why. Yeah. Like people change, give people a chance. So, all right, Caleb, you got to find the right button here, but. It's about that time. It's about that time. <laughs> It's time for Caleb's choice. His choice. His rules. His rules. No, too late, uh, Holly. I think I got it. Almost. Damn it! <laughs> I was like literally saying it in my head. I'm like, I'm going to get it. 
<laughs> All right, our first question of today is from Greg. It is, what huh? Disney princess is Josh? What? What Disney princess? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I forgot we got this one. <laughs> you want to go first, Greg? Uh, sure. Yeah, I'm glad you forgot about you. Did. All right. Uh, I was going to say in Vegas, I was thinking Jasmine. 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 He's, that's John. Which one? What movie is she from? Yeah. Aladdin? Yeah. <laughs> is it because I'm tan? Uh, no. No. <laughs> you just, uh,. <laughs> Jasmine's straight to it. She, you know, she knows what she wants. She goes and gets it. She gets kind of moody every now and then, and she, um, I don't know. I guess she doesn't like unicorns, but she has a pet tiger. Well, we have that in common. <laughs> Holly, what Disney princess am I? <laughs> princess Aurora. What movie Aurora. is she on? Oh, Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. Beauty. Does he fall asleep? Yeah, I don't know. You I just kind of fit the Aurora. <laughs> That's Sleeping like Beauty? Is it Princess Aurora? Aurora? Yeah. Yeah. I'll just say Pocahontas. Why? Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Pocahontas? Why? Leadership. Oh, no. Why? Leadership. Oh. Yeah, she gets fun. both of the people together and works out the problems. Oh. What about you, Josh? I feel like that what? you took the easy way out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Disney princesses. You gotta say one. Snow White. He's uh, he's acting like he was crying at my feet. I'm surprised you guys didn't hear him. Oh no, he couldn't hear him. He's being really freak out when he sees himself on camera. Mm -hmm. oh. He likes to play with my mouse. He's like what? He's like what's like up, little, guys? Yeah, I have to mouse, like, but... <laughs> he's like, me? Uh, <laughs> they're staring at me, mom. <laughs> All right, second question. What celebrity Wait, chef would you like? Oh. Would you want to cook you dinner? Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. That's the only one I know. That would be mine too, and, and only because that's the only one I know. Oh. What about you? That's a hard one. Um, I would say Emerald. Emerald. I grew up watching Emerald. I don't know who so. that is. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> he goes back. He always throws stuff on. He goes, bam. Okay. Put a little of that on. <laughs> no, no. Oh, wow. I don't watch people cook food. He just watched Disney princesses. That's yeah. all I, watch. <laughs> all I have them all memorized line by line. It's like a musical all the time around him. <laughs> Who would you want? Curtis Stone. He's Australian. Who? Sounds like a porn star. Curtis Stone. Yeah. Does he cook food? Yes, he cooks. He's a chef. <laughs> oh. I don't know that person either. Uh, I'm not very intelligent when it comes to this stuff. Mm, not chef. Sheesh. <laughs> I like food. Yeah. Okay. I know. I was going to say I like food. Ronald I don't McDonald. Know. <laughs> I choose Ronald McDonald. Ronald McDonald's your chef? No. <laughs> Chipotle. <laughs> yeah. Chipotle. All right. Last question. If you're guaranteed to be successful in a different percent profession what profession would you want to go into oh something huh. with sports yeah. guarantee sports. it'd be successful yeah 
Mm. Honestly, WWE. A wrestler? I'd be a wrestler. Wrestler? Take my shirt off. (laughs) 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 Rip rip it off like the Incredible Hulk. What about you? Gosh, I like to be a veterinarian. A vet? I think it'd be pretty cool. I suppose. Holly? My turn. I think, you know, it's crazy, but I think that I would love to be an actress. That'd be cool. You're tall enough. Yeah. And I feel like I'd be really good at it, actually. I wouldn't be. No, it would have to be something very similar to who I am, because I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it would be kind of cool to, like, do the whole movie thing. Can you fake cry? No. I mean, I I can make myself cry. By just oh. thinking of like, and yeah, but like just to cry on like demand, I don't think so. Oh, yeah. I used to think Josh could make cry, but I think those are real. <laughs> How do you kick Greg off this call? Just punch the You can't. There's no button for that. Button. Greg, what about you? Uh, I'd be a fighter pilot, I'd be a successful fighter pilot. Top Gun? Yeah, a bad fire pilot would yes. not be a good job. No. No. Yeah. But, you know, that's all right. I <laughs> always want, my, my death I always wanted to be was going down in a fighter jet. That's weird. Like 20 kills. Weird death. Like, that's not a fun, yeah, I don't think so. I no. just want to die in my sleep. Yeah, I'm going to die in my sleep. That's my plan. <laughs> right. right. If there's oh. any way to go, it would be in my sleep yeah. <laughs> where I didn't know it was not happening. Not jumping but... off the stratosphere. No. no. <laughs> or, or knowing your jet is going down and eventually you're going to die. Yeah. Like, that doesn't sound like a good no, time. No, that sounds like a really bad time, well, too. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Holly, Holly, what's your question? All right. So, do you think that in our lifetime that someone will be able to live forever? No. Yes. No, I don't think so. Why? Why don't you think so? Because they are actually like looking into it and doing studies and have drugs for that. I just like, don't think our bodies can experience. handle that. Yeah, well, it's, I don't think our bodies are designed for that. I just don't think maybe as we are built right now maybe but i would think that it would take some sort of machinery to make us you know like cyborgish to make right. us be able yeah. to live that long because like even in the bible god says it's not good for man to live past 110. why well, I was after they man sinned yeah after man sinned it was no longer good for man to live past 110. yeah you see why a lot I don't know. You see a lot of people in the Bible that died in 108, 10. I think actually Joshua died at 110. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Well, Noah lived to be like what, 800, 900 yeah, years? Yeah. 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 It was sometime after the flood, whenever he said that it was no longer good for man to live past 110. That's really interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, I wish I knew what verse it was, but. I'm not yeah. living that long. I don't, yeah, that was the thing I was going to say. I don't want to live that long. 
No, you guys, I am not even kidding. 85 is my cutoff. 85. I do not want so, to live past that. So if you're still alive at 85, we can push off the stratosphere? Let's end it now. Yes. <laughs> at 85. We'll bring your ticket up. <laughs> so that lasts forever, right? I'll get my little chicken to fly voucher and I'll go, don't even strap me in. Let me just jump off. There you go. Because I don't, I, I'm not kidding. Like, I feel like nothing good comes out after 85. Agreed. <laughs> so, uh, I'm good. Like, that is my cutoff. I, <laughs> so... Well, let me tell you a quick story. So when we got back from Vegas, I had a hard time falling asleep, right? And so mm -hmm. Monday night, I went to bed at like 8.30, but I woke up at midnight and I couldn't go back to sleep and I just laid in bed the entire time. But one of the thoughts that popped into my head was that I, well, I turned 49 this year. And I was mm -hmm. like, if I'm lucky to live to be 60, I have 11 years left on this earth. If I'm lucky to be able to live to be 70, I have yeah. 21 years left to be on this earth. Mm -hmm. So it's like, Hmm. Yeah. So I, I yeah, so it goes pretty fast, but at the same time, I don't want to be, I don't want to live forever. It never ends well for vampires. They always get pissy. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what about you, Greg? What do you think? Did you answer? Uh, I think uh, people will eventually live forever, yeah. But the world's going to end before that. Then we come back and live forever. Well, that's different. That's different, Greg. Is it though? Yeah, yeah. Because then you get glorified body. bodies. It's not the same body. Uh, you so, have a new body. Same soul. No, fail. Just a new, new clothes. It's like Emperor's new clothes. I'm muting you. Emperor's new clothes. You're yeah. muted, Greg. We well, can't hear you. <laughs> you can't hear me. Holly can hear me. Holly just left. Holly can't hear you now. You just answered me. You can hear me. You responded. We see your mouth moving, but we can't hear the words. We're just ah. guessing. I'm trying to figure out where the truth or dare button's at. Can you hear this? Page up. Hey. How many fingers am I holding up? All right. It's time for truth or dare. Powered Wait. by? Chaotic, Chaotic exposure. exposure. <laughs> I did have, can I ask Josh a question? Yes. I have a question. Okay, since Holly said. It. Greg's still talking, but I can't hear him. I'll allow this question. Wow. You can speak, wow. Greg. <laughs> what's your what's your dumb question, Greg? So so Princess Aurora. <laughs> if you were a Princess Aurora, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna go back to the princess. Which one was <laughs> that? Charming. <laughs> Snow White. Oh, oh Aurora? It's Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> Sleeping Beauty, okay. Who would be your Prince What? Who's your Prince Charming? Who's your Prince Charming? Who would wake you up from your slumber with a kiss? <laughs> All right, it's truth or dare time, Greg. <laughs> okay, fair enough. You get to go first. Would you but like we truth all or dare? <laughs> what movie is he off of? Beauty and the Beast. Oh, is he the big dude? Yeah, yeah I've seen yeah. him fight people at Disney World on video. Gaston? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I have... Past like Sleeping Beauty and like Cinderella and Snow White. Snow White. I haven't watched Disney movies. Aww. I love wow. Beauty and the Beast. It's my ultimate favorite Disney show movie. Did you like the live action? I I mean, not really. Yeah. I don't think anybody like, it's, it's just, doing that. Yeah. Like I, I'm good with the cartoon, right? Mm -hmm. Like let's just keep it there. 
Um, yeah, wasn't a fan, but whatever. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> truth or dare, Greg? Dare. Idiot. <laughs> Damn. So what? Tell your wife that you don't love them. <laughs> them? This? I'm not Mormon. What? Or you broke up with you? I you've did. done something very similar to this. Yeah, I think okay, you broke fine. up with them. Yeah, like you ended it. Remember? And she was like, she said, "You said death to." She responded yeah. with, "You re you said death, death to us part." So. What do you want to wear at your funeral or yeah. something like yeah. that? Like, She's gonna murder you. you okay, right. so tell us <laughs> okay. about your worst experience on a date. That's a dare. Mm -hmm. hmm. My worst experience on a date. Um. Hmm. Man, I don't know. <laughs> I would have had a good one for this. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hmm. I didn't. I guess my worst experience was it didn't involve the girl I was with. It was like a double date. My my best friend's girlfriend. He had just literally told me, um, <laughs> I she had something going on with a family member who had AIDS. This is really bad though, and he was like, "Don't mention anything about AIDS or something like that," and so because she was real sensitive so i said something like immediately said something like gay as aids and like right off the bat because it was in my head not to say it and it like, ruined it ruined the night oh man it was bad You're but that so was the high great. <laughs> that would be rough yeah. so that's probably my worst experience i felt really bad yeah but did you apologize <clears throat> did you tell her I suck did, it up I did apologize. Apologize. What's that? Me. Did you tell her to suck it, suck it up, Buttercup? No, no, I I apologized immediately. All I right, would have said it if you would have told me not to. <laughs> truth or dare, Holly? I'm gonna go with truth. Oh, sick. All right. This interaction it? failed. There we go. That's stupid. <laughs> Uh, what was your funniest first date ever? Oh my gosh. So it was my first and only date with this dude. So I, oh my gosh, I'm embarrassed to even say this out loud. Okay. So I got asked on a date by a dude that I had like met in a club. Um, and so I was like, okay, you know, like he was super nice. We got along great. So we i met him at a we decided to go to mo a movie and then we we're gonna go to dinner afterwards which i found really odd to begin with but that's beside the point so we went to the movies and first off this dude talked the entire movie the entire movie <laughs> and i was like embarrassed because you know when you see on other movies like when they're talking people shushing him and stuff yeah. like there literally was people shushing this dude so i was just like it was really embarrassing so that was the first thing so then um i you know what i for some reason we didn't go to dinner and i can't remember why i think it was something to do with 
me. Like I, somehow I got out of dinner, but we were going back and where we had parked at the mall, he was on one side, I was on the other. And so I was like, well, you know, my car's over here. And he was like, well, let me just go ahead and take you, take you to your car in my car. And I was like, okay, that's, you know, whatever, fair enough. Like, let's just get this over with. Got in his car, you guys. First off, nothing against like old cars or anything, but it was kind of an older vehicle. <laughs> it was so messy in his car. Like I literally had my feet on like stuff. And I don't know if it was just trash <laughs> or, and he was like, oh, it's fine. You know, you could step on that. Like didn't even try to move it. Um, Sounds like my oh, wife's wow. car. And then the funny part gets in and this guy had gotten a DUI and had one of those breathalyzer things uh, in his car. Yeah. Mm. So he had to blow on it or whatever until it started or however, you know, how that works. Yeah. Um, and we started going and his freaking car stalled. And so we're in the middle of the like row and there's cars behind us as he's trying to start it back, but he has to blow in that thing again. <laughs> That, <laughs> that was the funniest date I have ever been on. Like, that was, yeah. I just was so, like, and he had no shame. Like, to me, for me, if that I would have never offered. I would have offered to walk you to your yeah, car. me too. But never, never to say, come <laughs> in my messy car while, you know, wait for me to blow in this thing. And then my car is going to stall and it's going to, you're going to have to blow in it again. And people are behind you honking, like what is happening? It was, yeah, I will like never forget that date. ever forget that date because of that. Like, yeah, that was quite the, quite the date. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds awesome. Not mm -hmm. really. Truth or dare? <laughs> Truth. <laughs> Would you ever date someone you met online? Oof. Don't do it. Sure. Oh. He oh. said, sure. Sure. Don't do it. Sure. So I, <laughs> I think it's never, all he said. So. I, <laughs> I have, yeah, no. but they all turned out to be real crappy. Yeah. Right. I have before as well. And no, I will now. No, no. People are not who they seem no, like. They're really not. But you went just like one time just to meet them? I've done it before. And I, yeah, didn't turn out great. One, they, they never look like out. they look like no. on their profile pics. And two, it's really hard to be fake over dinner. Even though yes. you can be fake via text messages all you want. That's true. Because yeah. you have time to think about your answers. I've met mm -hmm. some people that I thought were very intelligent but they had time to probably retype their answers. And then yeah. you talk to them in person and I'm like, you might be the dumbest person I've ever met. Sounds mean, but it's pretty yeah. truthful. I mean, we just, I already but, hit the button. No, you don't like to read it. Really okay. to meet you, like in person, if we met online, but to actually be like, oh, we're dating? Yeah, no. Yeah. Like I get to know yeah. you in person before oh. I agree to like an actual date. That's why I really think I meeting like for like a drink is a good idea. And if yeah. it goes well, go have dinner. But if it right. doesn't, agree to go your separate ways. I've had that what conversation with girls before and go, hey, 
I've enjoyed the drink, but this ain't going anywhere. Have a great night. And we went our separate ways. So I'll go in truth. All right. What's the sketchiest thing you've seen or heard? That was what I pushed. I thought it was what you wanted. Oh, I thought you were going to do something different. I'll do a different one then. Maybe. Nope, it's not letting me do it. So you have to do that one. Sketchiest thing I've ever seen or heard? Yeah. In general? Yeah, wow. There's a lot of them. <laughs> I mean... But yeah, recently, it would have to be all the crap that people are trying to sell me in Vegas. Yeah. Those people are sketchy <laughs> as hell. I mean, just like the way they act, the way they walk, the way they talk, and how they're your best friend until you tell them you're not going to give them any money, and then you. you're the devil. Yeah. So there's way more sketchier things I've seen in life, but I can't, I can't get that out of my head from Vegas. You're just not white chocolate. I'm not white chocolate because I don't buy everybody's CDs like Greg. You know what? I thought I was going to fight. I thought it was going to be a fight out there. We were we just kept watching. telling you to quit stopping and talking to him, and you kept stopping hey, and talking yeah. to him. Holly and so Rush we just walked off. Holly Rush, I, did, I know. They yeah. did not like that this little girl was like, get over here, yeah. done with you. He, they did not like that, you guys. I think, I think she saved you a couple times, Greg. She yeah. Did. yeah. Thank you, Holly. Stupid CDs, white chocolate. <laughs> no more white chocolate. No more white chocolate. They seduced me. Uh, By calling you white chocolate? Yeah. Every time I went over there to rescue you, they a new person was calling you white chocolate. That is true. <laughs> That's Greg's rapper I, you know, name. I have I have that. I get that. Well, I don't know. White chocolate? I'll draw Glenn. I... <laughs> yeah, that was... I don't know. Come uh, All right, so this <laughs> week, instead of what the FUD, we're going to do what in the world? What in the world? Holly, kick us off. Okay, so I have three specific topics that I am kind of like flabbergasted about. Um, the first one for what in the world, we're going to say would have to be um that a hundred million dollars of gold uh equating to 3600 pounds was stolen from the largest airport in canada yeah yeah just got just taken and i've tried to find like what exactly how did this happen like and i like there's nothing that explains how this actually happens how can somebody get away with 3,600 pounds, that's a small car. Yeah. Why was there 3,600 <laughs> pounds of gold at the airport? Well, I think it's like a transport. Like that's where, you know, like the hub, they send it to and then it gets distributed out from there. I, If I if I like read that correctly. That makes sense. Like, yeah, it's Favorite crazy. Copperfield, that's how. <laughs> it, it, to me, I automatically I mean, thought like inside job. Yeah, yeah. It's my job because how does that just disappear? Like I need details. Wow. I need more details, and I have yet to see them. So it's gonna be in a movie. Details. You have to watch Fast and Furious one through twelve. Yeah. One through twelve. Yeah. I, yeah, that one kind of has me crazy. The second one, 
um, that's happening in the world is in Paris yesterday, there was protesters that took over the stock exchange. And that was, I mean, and the crazy yeah. thing is I didn't see much news on it. Like I literally read an article and like covered once and then that's all I heard. So it's not on, you know, the world news on TV or anything, which I found was very crazy. Yeah. Um, but what what I'm trying to understand is what is the what is the benefit from storming the st the stock building like the stock exchange building for these protesters like what is it what really is that going to solve? Um, I like their flares though. I mean the flares were yeah. Go. For I was it. waiting like, for the sprinkler system to go off. Me too. <laughs> Those flares me were shooting too. this fire. They're like. Rah! huge pink flames were like yeah set that sprinkler system off <laughs> yeah yeah but it just feels like people are getting un, you know they're uneasy uh they're about just things in the world that are happening right like i feel like it's a lot of unrest happening mm -hmm. and it's only going to happen more and more so people I, are tired they're tired, they're tired of being taken advantage of. They're tired of being governed by people that don't give a crap about them. They're tired of rising prices while wages stay the same. They're just tired. And well, you so can't keep people down forever. Eventually, they will rise up. That's what every revolutionary war that's ever been fought has been about. And yes. I feel like we're closer to that now than at any other point in my entire life which I know is only like 48 years or 49, however old I am. But still, yeah. there's a lot of unrest in the world. Mm -hmm. A lot. And you know, what's I know a little bit behind what caused this like protest or, you know, whatever you want to call it, um, is they're raising the retirement from 62 to 64 or 65. I can't remember which one, but they're so i mean that all in itself you think oh i'm 62 i can retire and then now they want to extend it a couple more years mm. that's shitty i would be pissed too so well but we're not too the fact that they tell you when you can retire kind of messed up to begin with Wait, right all this money I mean, you put in retirement you can't have it at 100 percent unless you're at a certain age which yeah. is crap well but here's right. the other thing too what's the, what's the united states going to do when there is no social security that's what I want to know. I'm waiting on that. Like because it's coming. But I will tell you, when it does, who's going to be mad when that happens? All the people that are retired are getting ready to retire, right? The well, people, who's, who's been paying every single mm -hmm. paycheck that yeah, they get? Yeah, but if you're in your twenties or thirties, you're probably not going to give a crap. You know what I mean? Because remember when? It, oh, I, I get it. But I mean, like when we're that age, these kids aren't going to care. And those are the ones oh, that no. we need to rise up. And that's yeah. how things get thrown through without much hassle because mm -hmm. the people that actually yeah. care aren't physically able to do anything about it anymore. And I think I'm gonna be in that boat because I don't well, think I I'm mean, let's just be so honest. I, I think for me, now that you say that in my early twenties, you know, when I started getting actual paychecks and stuff and seeing where my money's going. I don't think I cared. I was like, what the hell am I? I'm paying this to yeah. give, you know, to give to somebody over there. I didn't really care. But now that I'm getting right. older, I'm like, holy crap, because <laughs> I may be in that little, you know, uh, group of people who may not have retirement or Social Security 
because it's done. Yeah. So, and if you get the majority anyway. of the twenty-year-olds that don't care, then nothing is going right. to happen whenever it does go down. But right, yeah, for the people or by the people for the people. How, what I said that wrong, but our government is not representing us. They're going no, in there with no. their own interests, their own agendas. They're supposed to be voting and representing the districts that they're coming out of and the regions that they're coming out from. And mm -hmm. something's going to give. Are those young kids in Chicago that were destroying yeah. stores and beating up people? Yeah, the just trashing people. And says and, it's just protesting. Yeah. They, what'd they say? He just said it was protesting. Yeah, like there was nothing wrong with it yeah. and blah, blah, blah. I mean, stores are like closing down in San Francisco and Chicago saying we aren't coming back because we can't take the losses yeah. is in some areas crime isn't a crime until it's a certain dollar amount so people just walk in the stores take a hundred dollars less than that walk out do that two or three times a day they're not buying nothing those stores aren't there to give it away for free no. and eventually even if you have insurance on that people are going to say sorry we're not covering you or right. your premium will be so high you can't right. afford yeah. to yeah so yeah it's ridiculous but i'm with you that's it's all there's just a lot of unrest. That's the best way to put it, I think. And yeah, there's a ton. It's something basic going to happen. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah. yeah, something real big. The storms are brewing. Yeah. Storms I are brewing. And, <laughs> and part of me is like, okay, so how much of this was going on prior to me starting to care? Because I feel like when I was younger, I didn't know, I didn't pay attention to world things yeah. and now that i'm getting older i'm starting to really see how crooked things are and they're only getting worse but has this been going all on all along at some we degree yeah i think so. blind eye to it like at some degree but but at, at the same time at least in america i believe it's getting worse and worse and worse it's i, I think, yeah, I, I think that like some of the things behind the closed doors have always been happening but now that it's being exposed, they're just like, eh, who cares? Yeah. Whereas you would have been thrown out of office 20 years ago for some of the same things that are being happening now at the representative level, at the at the House level, you know, at the Senate level. But now it's just like, remember some crazy video about read off all these charges of all these things, and they were telling you it was all about NFL players and of like how many of them did like all this crazy crime and at the end of it goes and by the way that's not really the nfl that's the house of representatives oh and my god it, i i may have to find that and retweet yeah. that video yeah. because it's insane we it is different rules for different people well i think a lot ha the reason that we're seeing it more and more is strictly because of the internet i oh, truly yeah. believe that because just think of like when we were younger and the internet didn't really exist mm -hmm. you didn't hear about any like i i mean there's certain things that i didn't even know about until the i got older and had more access to see these things because of the internet right yeah. so that's what i mean by i think it's always been going on it's just now it's just so in your face because we have the luxury of seeing it online opposed to what the media just wants to show us yeah. well, we actually know you know what's really going on i agree with that but i also think the moral decay is a real thing like people used to be able to like you could buy 
big ticket items with a handshake. And then you couldn't do that anymore because people would back out of it and say, I never agreed to that. And now, yeah. you know, it's just a man's and a human's word is not worth anything anymore. Like the people that are close to me know that if I tell them I'm gonna do something, I'm going to do it, right? Yeah. But if I went up to somebody in Vegas and said, hey man, you give me 50 bucks, I'll give you $100 tomorrow for it. It's like the hell with you, you know? Right. Because no one in general keeps their word. The moral decay is a real thing. And people are really more and more so showing true colors and they're in it for themselves. And they don't care about their fellow man. And just like our government will spend money on crazy things while we got homeless people living in the streets, you know? Right. It's insane to me. Yeah, oh, it's crazy. The world has gone mad. Um, it has. So on to the last one that I wanted to touch on uh, in what what the world <laughs> uh, is the on 420 uh, Elon Musk decided to anybody who did not do not does not pay for Twitter blue this and even if they were legacy they took away the blue check mark yeah. and they did I what yeah <laughs> like what? my world? whole feed <laughs> is from these celebrities journalists crying and begging Elon to change his mind because this is life or death. If people are gonna impersonate me. Yeah. And how much is Twitter Blue? Eight or 11. Yeah, it's $11 on iOS, $8 on, uh, what's it called? Um, Android. Android? No, uh, browser. Oh. You go through your browser, it's $8. And these are celebrities crying about $11 a month? Yeah, and Elon is actually like saying, well, I'll pay for yours. Are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? I asked him today, I was like, will you pay for mine? I saw that, yeah. <laughs> right. I saw that, I commented on it because the the word, the word entitlement yeah. is probably the best word that I've heard used in this circumstance mm. because it's really shining a light on the people who think they are entitled to be, you know, get more benefit than the average Joe. It's hilarious. That's crazy to me. And those people have way more money, make way more money for far less, mm -hmm. number one, um, mm. of the average Joe. So for them to be complaining over, oh, it's life or death because somebody's gonna impersonate me and make me look a way that I'm not. Well, guess what? Welcome to everybody else who has felt like that. How, I, go ahead. I was just say, how hilarious is it though that people that get paid to pretend to be other people, because that's what actors are, right? They impersonate yes. or they pretend to be other people are worried about people Being pretending to be them. Like, and I just, I the irony like, in that is hilarious to me. Even before I had my blue check mark, some people think that I pay for Twitter blue because of the check mark. Um, when in reality, I like the features. I like that my icon is pink. Love it. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> I also like I get to I don't know, you know, I bookmark my tweets and I can organize them and I actually yes. can organize my Twitter and I am like a stickler on organization. It is an OCD thing that I have. I, I five, I'm, Holly. Yeah. High five. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and so to me, that's a benefit all in itself. And the fact that I can edit my tweet because I'm like queen of typos. So uh, there's other benefits than the blue check mark in my eyes. Um, and I had, you know, somebody had came at me over like novels, like <laughs> wrote me tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet saying, you know, that we're being swindled and we're dumbasses because we're paying for Twitter blue and all this stuff. People have preferences, right? Like that's right. just the way it is. My preference is to pay for it because I like all the extra. I can give two shits about the check mark, which you can obviously tell because I changed my profile picture. Like I changed my clothes. <laughs> so, and when you do that, your blue mark goes away. So if I really cared, I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't ever change my profile picture. Yeah. So that's like a stupid thing all in itself. But if you get impersonated and let me tell you, like, I'm sure if these, you know, actors, actresses, and people honestly cared about impersonation, they would report those people. And what you do is they send you a, uh, a email that says, okay, to prove that this is, you know, you're being impersonated, provide your front, the front and back of your ID. You do that, I swear to you, within a day, that impersonator is gone mm -hmm. and done with or without your stupid blue check mark. Yeah. It's happened. I've had my fair share, and every time I provide my ID, they take it down within either hours or a day. So if you're really that, you know, worried about it, you're going to be okay. Well, Report the tweet, show your ID, you're good to go. How many of those people pay somebody to manage their social profiles anyways? Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like half the time it may be certified whoever, but it doesn't mean that's who's typing the mm -hmm. keys. A hundred, it's absolutely not for, for probably a good 80% of the people that Agreed. are on Twitter that are actresses or actors. Agreed. And yeah. it's funny to me that they're the ones that are the most upset about it. I just, I find that hilarious. Right. It's just you're making my assistant work of all the things in the world to be upset about we're upset about the blue check mark and the eight bucks it's, it's just from people that absolutely can afford it it's just yes. dumb but yeah i think that's a good one to end on i think it is too if anybody else got anything else to say yeah. all right let's shut it down everybody have a great weekend and god bless be kind yeah. I'm Kayla, please like and subscribe.